friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and this week we're getting the band back together with Disney Plus's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I searched the perimeter. No clues. Why would there be? Six missing tunes in a month and not one clue. Oh, no! Chip! Dale, you look different. It's no secret I had the CGI surgery. What's been up with you? You know, this, that, other vague things to fill the space of this conversation. Cool. We can see what we can find out and then pass it along to the officer, but that's all we're gonna do. So you're saying the rescue rangers are back? Yes! <laughs> you two come poking around where you don't belong, and I can't have that. Run! I got him! <laughs> Thirty years after their popular television show ended, Chipmunks Chip and Dale live very different lives. But when a cast member from the original series mysteriously disappears, the pair must reunite to save their friend. Written by Dan Greger and Doug Mand and directed by Akiva Schaefer, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers stars John Mulaney as Chip, Andy Samberg as Dale, Kiki Lane as Ellie, Will Arnett as Sweet Pete, Eric Bana as Monterey Jack, and features Flula Borg, Dennis Haysbert, Keegan-Michael Key, Tress McNeil, Tim Robinson, Seth Rogan, J.K. Simmons, and so many more. When the Rescue Rangers update movie was announced, it seemed a little like a fever dream. Akiva Schaefer of Lonely Island fame was teaming up with fellow Islander Andy Samberg and their good friend John Mulaney to catch us up to date with what has gone on for the Rescue Rangers in a Who Framed Roger Rabbit type movie. The entire premise sounds like a last second Hail Mary. It was either going to work and win the game or be an embarrassing end to some lovable little rodents. Well, I am very pleased to say that this movie worked on so many levels and was an absolute riot. At a solid 97 minutes, Rescue Rangers is so tightly packed with pop culture references to so many various products, with only Disney taking the sharp end of the stick. And there are some references that are made in this movie that I seriously can't even fathom how they ended up here. They mock the Polar Express type CGI, Seth Rogen, Disney, and so many more, while there's a ton of Warner Brothers, Star Wars, DC, Marvel, and other animated references that I ended up rewinding this movie so many times just to try to catch them all. Hell, they even made Ugly Sonic a full-on character, human teeth and all. The story is equal parts ridiculous and charming, and the voice acting is what you've come to expect from the names I mentioned off the top. The soundtrack is excellent, and the animation hits every type of animation since Disney's inception and is perfectly chaotic. And the Disney of it all wraps it up in a neat little bow. Honestly, my only complaint about this movie was that there were so many references, Easter eggs, and fan service that at times I forgot that I was watching a movie. Now, had this movie been released in theaters, I for sure would have needed to see it a few times just to see everything that I did watching it at home. Heck, I still need to watch it again just to try to catch what I missed the first time. And while this movie has enough to keep the kids entertained, it's seemingly made for the adults and parents that grew up watching the original series. I give Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers an A. Well, I think we're finally in the clear after May long, so the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are always welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with the release of an unexpected trailer. This Friday marks the long-awaited release of Top Gun Maverick, and Tom Cruise wasn't done yet. This weekend saw the first official trailer released for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning 
part one. Your days of fighting for the so-called greater good are over. This is our chance to control the truth, the concepts of right and wrong for everyone for centuries to come. You're fighting to save an ideal that doesn't exist. Never did. You need to pick a side. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 will hit theaters on July 14th of 2023. Last week also saw the release of the trailer for George Miller's next film titled 3,000 Years of Longing. There's no story about wishing that is not a cautionary tale. We all have desires, even if they remain hidden from us. But it is your story, and I cannot wait to see where it goes. Oh, how it might end. The trailer was not only well embraced by movie fans, but also received a six-minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. Following MGM's recent merger with Amazon, the film was originally supposed to release on the Amazon Prime streaming service, but following the positive feedback, it will now release in theaters as Miller initially intended. During a recent conversation with Variety, Miller admitted to being a true believer in cinema and the theatrical experience. He said, quote, there's a commitment that can't change. MGM will release it at the end of August in 2000 cinemas. There's been no deal that MGM has made to stream the movie. At this moment, it will be a theatrical release. Seeing it in that cinema, with that sound, that group of people, and knowing every little bit of work that we put into it will be available to the audiences. The film's official synopsis goes like this. Dr. Althea Binney, played by Tilda Swinton, is an academic, content with life, and a creature of reason. While in Istanbul attending a conference, she happens to encounter a djinn, played by Idris Elba, who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. This presents two problems. First, she doubts that he is real, and second, because she's a scholar of story and mythology, she knows all the cautionary tales of wishes gone wrong. The djinn pleads his case by telling her fantastical stories of his past. Eventually, she's beguiled and makes a wish that surprises them both. In the land of Cap, Jason Momoa is continuing to make himself a busy man. While he recently wrapped up Aquaman 2 and currently working on Fast X and recently signed on to star in the live-action Minecraft movie, he's also signed on to Universal Pictures' new action comedy titled Shots, Shots, Shots. Turn down for what? The film is being described as a family-centric adventure along the shades of Arnold Schwarzenegger's True Lies, Liam Neeson's Taken, and this year's Lost City. Zoe Kravitz, meanwhile, is going to step behind the camera for an upcoming thriller titled Pussy Island. It was also recently announced that Channing Tatum, Naomi Aki, and Simon Rex have all signed on for the project. According to Deadline, the film focuses on Frida, played by Aki, a young Los Angeles cocktail waitress who has her sights set on a philanthropist and tech mogul Slater King, played by Channing Tatum. Once she successfully maneuvers her way into his inner circle and ultimately an intimate gathering on his private island, she embarks on a journey of a lifetime. Despite all the fun and excess on display, Frida senses something isn't quite right about this island. In fact, it could be something very terrifying going on. Not only is this Zoe Kravitz's directorial debut, she also co-wrote the project alongside E.T. Feigenbaum. In other casting news, it was announced that Stan Lee Universe, a venture between Genius Brands International and POW Entertainment, have signed a 20-year deal with Marvel Studios to license the name and likeness of Lee for use in future feature films and television projects, as well as Disney theme parks, various experiences, and merchandising. What that ultimately means is that even though 
Stanley's final cameo in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was in Avengers Endgame, it's likely we'll see a CGI version in upcoming projects. And speaking of Disney, while speaking with Vanity Fair, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy reflected on Solo, a Star Wars story. Kennedy now believes that part of the reason the film became a box office failure was that Harrison Ford was not involved. She said that it seems abundantly clear that they cannot recast iconic characters, saying, quote, that may have certainly been a learning moment. Some people have talked about how, well, maybe Solo should have been a TV show, but even doing Solo as a TV show without Harrison Ford as Han Solo, it's the same thinking. Maybe I should have recognized this before. We would never make Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford. Having just finished the fifth movie, I can tell you there wasn't a day I wasn't on set where I wasn't like, yes, this is Indiana Jones. By the time the fifth Indiana Jones movie will be released, Harrison Ford will be 80 years old. James Mangold's Indiana Jones 5 is expected to be released on June 30th of 2023. In the land of small screen casting, it was announced that Nev Campbell has also joined the Twisted Metal series alongside Anthony Mackie and Stephanie Beatriz. Campbell will play Raven, a character that was introduced in Twisted Metal Black. She is the driver of the car called Shadow. Over at Disney+, Plus, a number of updates were released this past weekend. First and foremost, it was announced that Hocus Pocus 2 now has a scheduled release date of September 30th of 2022. While plot details aren't clear right now, we do know that Hocus Pocus 2 will see the return of the witches played by Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Jimmy. Meanwhile, Vanity Fair released an exhaustive piece about the future of Star Wars on Disney Plus and dropped some exciting details about the upcoming series titled Andor. The series will follow Diego Luna's character Cassian Andor from the Star Wars spin-off Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and is described by the actor as the journey of a migrant. He said, quote, that feeling of having to move is behind this story, very profoundly and very strong. That shapes you as a person. It defines you in many ways and what you're willing to do. He went on to say that his adopted home will become the base of our whole first season, and we watch that place become radicalized. Then we see another planet that's completely taken apart in a colonial kind of way. The Empire is expanding rapidly. They're wiping out anybody who's in their way. Disney also released the trailer for their upcoming series, She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I'm Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. The first trailer drew 78 million views in its first 24 hours online. It's actually the second largest trailer debut for a Marvel Studios series, falling shortly behind Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which received a major bump due to its debut being included in a Super Bowl spot. The trailer also became the number one trend on Twitter immediately after its release, mainly because of the curiosity if the show looks good or if people wanted to see if the complaints about the CGI were legitimate. She-Hulk attorney at law navigates the complicated life of a single 30-something attorney who also happens to be a green six foot seven inch super powered hulk she hulk attorney at law hits disney plus on august 17th of 2022 it was also announced via variety that a new daredevil series is moving forward at disney plus matt corman and chris order are attached to write and executive produce the new series with charlie cock once again playing the role 
Meanwhile, at Amazon Plus, a series teaser was released for the upcoming project titled The Terminalist, starring Chris Pratt. As per Amazon's official synopsis, the series is based on the best-selling novel by Jack Carr. The Terminalist follows Jamie Reese, played by Chris Pratt, after his entire platoon of Navy SEALs is ambushed during a high-stakes covert mission. Reese returns home to his family with conflicting memories of the event and questions about his culpability. However, as new evidence comes to light, Reese discovers dark forces working against him, endangering not only his life, but the lives of those he loves. The series also stars Constance Wu, Taylor Kitsch, Jeannie Triplehorn, and more, and is expected to premiere on July 1st of 2022. It was announced earlier this year that Apple TV Plus had given a series order for a new original live-action TV series based on Godzilla and the other titans found in the theatrical franchise. While it's now being announced that the series is going to be helmed by Matt Shackman, best known for directing Marvel's WandaVision series for Disney+. Plus. Following the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the titans that leveled San Francisco and the shocking new reality that monsters are real, the MonsterVerse series will explore one family's journey to uncover its buried secrets and a legacy linking them to the secret organization known as Monarch. Over at Warner Brothers, according to the Wall Street Journal, new Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav will soon be meeting with J.K. Rowling to discuss making new Harry Potter-related content for HBO Max. It was rumored last year that a Harry Potter TV series was in development for HBO Max, although nothing came to fruition. At the time, Warner Brothers and HBO Max quickly released a statement saying, quote, there are no Harry Potter series in development at the studio or on the streaming platform. Following the release of the CW's upcoming fall schedule, it was announced that the upcoming seventh season for Riverdale will be its last. Based on the characters from Archie Comics, the series followed, quote, after a teenager was murdered within the town of Riverdale, this group of teenagers tries to unravel the evils lurking within this seemingly innocent town. This weekend, a number of shocking exits from Saturday Night Live were also announced. It was announced that Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and Kyle Mooney are all expected to leave Saturday Night Live after the close of this past week. Weekend's finale. And finally, we end on a double dose of Yellowstone. First and foremost, a trailer for the upcoming fifth season of Yellowstone was released, and it was announced that the series will launch on November 13th. Along with the announcement of the release date, it was revealed that Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren would be starring in 1932, a prequel series that will introduce a new generation of the Dutton family and will explore the early 20th century when pandemics, historic drought, and the end of Prohibition and the Great Depression all plague the Mountain West and the Duttons who call it home. 1932 will follow the footsteps of 1883, and although we won't be seeing the second season of that series, it will continue with a spin-off. It was also announced that David Oyolo will star in 1883, The Bass Reeve Story, which will tell the story of one of the greatest frontier heroes in American history, who is also believed to be the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at TalkingMoviesPC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, you're not Donald Duck, put on some pants. Hey.